over the next 30 years, if you switch to solar, you're saving $90,830 over the next 30 so years. So that's 90000 represents after I get the solar system. Yep. Um, if if I was not to get the solar system, yep. I would be laying out $90,000 over the next 30 years. That's correct. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In Between the Niches with Ron Hoyle. Thank you so much for joining us. In Between the Niches is where we talk about faith and family and finance and friends and real stories about life. And today we're going to hear another great story about how someone lives their life in between the niches. Today we're going to talk about a new subject that I find extremely interesting and I know all of you will too. It's solar and how to get electrical power to your house get off the grid, get paid for, and I don't know if getting off the grid is the right thing to say, but how do you get your bill paid for? And I'm hearing all these things about, oh, if I get solar, my bill goes away. Guys, all this sounds way too good to be true. So I brought in some experts that I know. I'm here with Rick Morrow and Tyler Morrow, and they have a company that puts solar panels at your home. And they were just at my home to explain some things to me. So, so guys, why the interest in the solar business and where do you think it's going just for a minute or two? Uh, well, Ron, I mean, when I, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you guys are, but uh, from my age group and where I came from, change in something like this was just, you just didn't do it because we're tied to the system. Right. So when you're tied to Ameren, uh, ComEd, you pay those bills and you pay the, um, you're always paying uh, a surplus charge. You're, and the you're bill increases every single time. Every year, at least 3% every okay. year. And that's the nice thing about uh, going solar is because with solar, it's once you got it, it's straight across the board. See, and I keep hearing things like this. Rick and Tyler, what I hear is these, I think I think they're too good to be true statements. I get these panels mounted on my house. Number one, I'm worried about my roof leaking. And is that the best place to put it? And then I get all this money from the government and I'm supposed to get it right away. And my bill's going to go down. My bill disappears. And all this stuff sounds way too good to be true. To be true. And I'm thinking, what's the catch? And so you came to my house today, and I'm literally thinking, okay, I know these guys. I trust these guys. They're going to tell me what the catch is, you know. So can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So one of the reasons why most people have not gone solar up until this point because it just doesn't make sense financially. And everybody, this is Tyler, just so you know. Yes, yes. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Um, No, but we most people, when they look into solar in the past without these federal and state incentives that we're currently seeing, is just the fact that it's it's too expensive um, with the payment. So. What, what the state uh, has done and the federal government is saying, how can we get people to jump onto this idea of bringing more renewable energy uh, to our country? So um, these incentives have, have really helped people uh, develop a plan to save money from the get-go um, and with no money down. So with what that means is... Okay, now I'm going to back up a little bit. Yep, yep. So no money down. Yes. They put solar panels on your house, in your yard... And your bill just magically disappears. Can we talk about the pro? And I want to get into the incentives. Yeah. How do, how does the bill go away? How does Amron know not to charge you? Or you tell me, is it better to talk about the incentives first and then yep. how it works? Which way do you want let, to go? Let me ask you a question, Ron. How long will you be paying your Amron bill if you were to make no changes uh, to go solar right now? The rest of my life. Right. Okay. So what solar has done and what these federal and state incentives are offering is the ability for people to no longer have an electricity bill at some point. Okay, hard to believe. Yes. So with that being said, the federal government and state government came up with incentives to be able to help meet state mandates. So federal government has an incentive, yes. and then the state has an incentive. They're two separate and, incentives. And yes. you get them both. 
Yes. Okay. That's exactly right. So with, with a purchase of a solar system, the federal government at this point in time in 2019, uh, they are giving a 30% tax credit to people for the cost of your system. So, all right. When you say the system, that's the installation, the panels, everything, everything. So let's just use roundabout numbers. Let's say $20,000 ends up being, you know what? Tell you what, use my quote, use yep, those yep, exact numbers. Absolutely. Everybody, just so you know, Tyler and Rick came out to my house today. They, I, I've got a little bit of property and they were going through all kinds of scenarios and they yep. ran my power bill. So full disclosure, tell everybody about my, uh, my, not my medical bill, excuse me, my <laughs> utility bill. Sorry. Yep. So uh, with, with the cost of uh, energy usage that you have at your, your property, we assessed a system that would cover 100% of your electricity in solar. Okay. Now, how did you get, take everybody on that's yep. listening to this. Okay. You look at my bill and you add it up every month for a year? Yes, exactly. So we okay. look at the last 12 months of energy usage of your, of your house, electricity usage. Uh, we then put in those numbers and we build a system um, that will offset that amount over that that last calendar, so generate year. the same amount of electricity to me that my house is using. See, I had this grand plan of oh, if you put them on my roof and you put them on my pole barn and shoot, put some out here on this post out here, yeah. then I can send them a bill every month. And yeah. you said it doesn't work that way. No, no. So there is a limit. Uh, state has set a limit on what uh, the amount of panels that we could put on based on your annual usage. So I cannot I cannot put solar panels all over your house because what could really happen is uh, the the uh, ComEd is paying, or, or Ameren in this instance, is paying uh, for the production of this system. Okay. So okay. if uh, if you go over a certain limit, uh, then you, uh, you're you basically profiting uh, off of your and own And they're not going to They're not going to allow that to happen. There's regulations to it. prevent that. Because they got to stay in business too. That's exactly right. So okay. with your example specifically, okay, sure. your, your example was $54,000 is going to be the total cost of the system. Now, if I came out Two years ago, and mm-hmm. incentives weren't uh, necessary. Would you like another two or three hundred dollars a month added on top of your electricity bill for? That would in? be a no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and most people would agree with that. So what's happened now is we take that fifty-four thousand, um, and then we include the incentives that the federal and state government are allowing to happen right now. Okay. Okay. So with those amounts, the thirty percent that amount ends up being, uh, and that's federal. This is the federal, yep, is going to be $16,432 given back to you after you do your taxes. Okay, so we have the system put in, and I don't get that incentive until my taxes are filed, and that's for federal and state, which right now we're in August. We're only a few months away from that happening. Yep. So I'm just going to have a bigger bill on that until I get my money to give. All right, I'll let you explain that. Yes, yes. So um, when you do get that money back, you get to – that money comes to you in one check. So uh, at your tax time, you have the choice to apply that money down on that loan, system, down right. on the system. Okay, and then when you get the state, the same same issue. You get a, you in this instance because of what your house will produce. This is how the state uh, incentive works. You will be getting fourteen thousand seven hundred and eighty four dollars back from the state. From the state. So I combine federal and state together, and I'm getting how much back total? That's going to be about thirty one thousand dollars. Okay, and the cost of the system was fifty four. Fifty four. Okay, so bringing you down to about twenty three thousand dollars. And there's even so people can write a check for that. Yes, they could write that. We we've done cash deals um, to where people just write a check, and then they will no longer have to worry about an electricity bill. Except for maybe you said like a hookup bill from yes. like ten twenty bucks a month. Yep. 
Okay. You, you will always be connected to the grid unless you buy a battery or a generator to be able to consume the energy that your solar system is producing. Okay. Now, the other thing you said is that you, you can also do a loan on this. Yes. And you don't have to write that check. That's, tri- that's true. Okay. So in that instance, for your, for your example, after the federal and state incentives are applied, you will, you will be paying $145 a month. On the remaining balance. On the remaining balance for, in this instance, 20 years. Okay. And, is, and now, do they negotiate the terms? Is it 20 years, 10 years, 5 years? Do they do anything like that? Yes. It all depends on whatever uh, loan term that the person wants. Um, okay. So if, if you want to be a little bit more aggressive, you know, we can have a, a higher bill per month. Sure. If you want to stretch it out. But the nice thing is we're guaranteeing you a lower bill than what you're paying now. So mm-hmm. no additional money. You're saving money right away. And then if you do want to apply some money to the principal during that during that time frame, you could pay it off with no penalty. All right. So let me throw some scenarios at you. Sure. So if I get the federal and state money and I put so we get a loan and the loan is a what interest rate? 3.99. Okay. Yep. And so now they said standard way they do this is 20 years at 3.99 on the remaining balance. You said like 145 a month. Yep. Which is less than what my utility bill is anyway. Yep. Or I can say, I want to pay more on that, or I want to do a five-year loan, or I can write a check on it. Yes. And then you were telling me something really interesting. Well, that money's yours. So someone who does this may say, you know what? I would keep paying the same amount, which I think is like $229 a month, yep. and that's for the whole 54000 And when you get the 30000 put it in your hands. And do whatever you want with it. You want to pay down the loan? Go ahead. You want to pay off something else? Go ahead. You want to do something else? Go ahead. Yep. Just know that you're going to have that payment yes. out there. Yes. It, it, people can do it with that money what they want. Um, but then these numbers based on the loan is, is going to be uh, dependent on what that person chooses to do. If they want to invest that money, they can invest the money. Right. Uh, if they want to uh, apply that money to a high interest credit card that they're paying right now, and they, you've had people that did, did that before. Absolutely. Really. Because and all they're doing, instead of spending $300 a month to Silco or whoever, Amarin, ComEd, whoever, they're just taking that money, $300 a month, and paying on the loan. Exactly. Really? Yep. All right. So what's the catch? Everything sounds too good to be true. Oh, what's the catch? The, the catch is the fact that, man, the government is doing something really good for us right now. <laughs> now, this is not always going to be around, okay? So okay. that's what I want people to understand is right now in 2019 – it's the highest incentive level that it will ever be um, from the federal uh, aspect of this. Starting in 2020, January 1st, it's going to start stair-stepping down to uh, 26%. Okay. Now, it will start to decrease every year thereafter right? Um, until this mandate is met. Now, the mandate— I'll Yeah, tell you, what is the mandate? Th- this mandate is—Illinois has mandated uh, ComEd, Amarin, any utility provider— that they have to uh, reach a 25% threshold to bring renewable energy uh, as a resource um, versus the way that we've typically gotten our energy from. Okay. So this is not, uh, I don't know the exact percent of what we're getting, but we're getting closer and closer uh, as these incentives have, have been more aggressive. So as we get closer to that 25%, these incentives will start to uh, dissipate and disappear. Okay. So these people actually apply for the loan through the lending institution yep. who you've got relationships with. Yep. And then that lending institution says, hey, this is the loan I'm making with you at 3.99%. Uh, that gets everything installed. You get and the system up and running, everything going. And I know you, you said you have surveyors come out or someone comes out, looks at the property, looks at the installation. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Lot of, and then they are free to do that money what they want with that money. Yes. Really? Absolutely. Now, the other question I have is like, I'm concerned. What if you put it on my roof? Now, I what I've heard 
is, well, if these things last 20, 25 years uh-huh. and you've got a roof that's only last about another five or six years, obviously we have an issue there. Yep. Maybe we need to put it on another roof before yep. you do that. So I think that's something for people to be aware of. That is true. So that's a m- majority of the time we're looking at roofs. That it, it, we have to assess a roof before we put a solar system on the house. So if that roof needs replaced within five years, we disqualify the project. Okay. That's some, or tell them to get a roof on. Or tell them to get a roof on. So we, we have to wait until they get, yes, in that okay. instance. So, But you can also set it up on the ground. It doesn't have to be on a roof. True. If you if you have uh, if you have a little bit of property to where you have direct sunlight, we could face those panels directly south, which gets the most intense sun sunlight during the day, um, and then that would be uh, an instance where we just put the panels where you like on your on your property and and get is try to get at least a hundred percent offset for your. Well, my concern is because you know they're not real high up. In the, I was hoping they'd be like ten feet in the air, and you let me know <laughs> that didn't work. Um, but my concern is, what if I'm sitting outside and I happen to be facing that way, and my and there's a nice breeze over there, and now I got these glaring things shooting back at me that I can't use that side of my house anymore. Is, is there discomfort there, or is that not yeah. correct? I think it's another misconception that people think these these panels are going to uh, reflect light like a mirror would. Right. That's that's just not. Uh, that's, that's not how that's they work. That's not how they work. Um, so th- it's not it's not going to be this sheeny glass covering. Um, it will you will still see the black solar panels on a roof, but it's not blinding. But it's at not going to be blinding okay. with that light reflecting. Now, it. how long do these solar panels typically last for? Uh, solar panels historically have lasted about forty to fifty years. Okay. Um, most warranties in the industry will warranty for about twenty five years. Do you, do you are you aware of any cost that someone who gets this put in might incur uh, incur twenty five years later saying yeah I just want these out of here get them out of here do they now got to find a special place get a special permit pay all kinds of fees or fines to get rid of these things there would be a cost to have someone take take these away um, depending on when that when that time would come right um, but uh, for the most part uh, if that's going to be an easy process if somebody's already gone solar and they're replacing. I would imagine that in 40 to 50 years, I can't speak that far into the sure, future. Sure, no one can. Right. Whatever company you're working with um, would would most likely take those panels away and, and, and reinstall put the new ones new on, ones on. Yeah. as part like, of their cost to do that. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, but the recycling part is another, that's another question that a lot of people ask. Um, this is, you know, for the environment, and but they, they do recycle the material uh, that they can uh, on the panel so that th- those things are all broken down after the fact and, and taken care of to be able to protect the environment the same way uh, people are hoping for, right. uh, for solar. So, right. Yeah. All right. So um, some mis- what are some misconceptions? When you talk to people, what is their hesitation to do this? What are they afraid of? They're all afraid of the catch. They're all afraid. Yeah. I'm worried about my roof leaking if you put them on, things like that. But what are some of the thoughts that you would like people to understand? There's, there's a, I like to use the analogy of, of, you know, renting a house versus owning a house. Mm-hmm. Why most people want to own is that you're you're building an asset? You're building something that's that's actually you own someday. Right. With your electricity bill right now, you're paying money out of pocket. I'm leasing will, my electricity. Yes, you're you're essentially leasing your electricity of something you will never own. With solar, uh, once you break down the numbers and understand that you don't have to put any money out of pocket right now, you start saving money right away, and you will own something in the future that will add value to your home. It's a, it becomes a no-brainer. I just don't think people are educated enough about how this works to, to really make an educated decision a lot of the times. Um, another misconception is how do these federal and state incentives get, you know, get paid? 
how are how are all these things taking place? On everybody's Amron and ComEd bill, you will see a renewable uh, a rule a renewable portfolio standard fee that you are already paying. Illinois residents have been paying this fee on their bill regardless of whether you go solar or not. Where do you locate this on your bill at? Now so that this people can be have a little the, bit of knowledge, yes. the upper right-hand corner. Or? This is going to be on the back page, and, and there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fees that say, hey, there's $1.50 or $0.90 cents or something every right. month. So there's just a lot of fees that add up um, you know, every month. But um, this is called the Renewable Portfolio Standard, something that you're paying into to allow everybody else in the state to go solar right now. So okay. that's a big question. Where is this money coming from that, <laughs> that the state is giving me? And it's, it's the people that take advantage of going solar that get to pull from this pool of money that everybody is contributing to. Uh, I see. And pretty soon yeah. that pool of money will be gone. Yes, it will. And Amarin and ComEd, these people are going to be fined if they don't get people using renewable energy. That's correct. And that fine is going to be much larger than the incentive that they're offering people right now. And that's where that money is being allocated exactly. from. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, is there anything that I sh- that I haven't asked you about this that I should be thinking, or maybe what what could you when someone calls you yeah. and they're you're coming out of the house, what can they expect when they show you see you come to the door? Well, first of all, uh, for us specifically, I think uh, you want to make sure that you're dealing with the right the right people uh, because uh, with with the install actually happening, you want to make sure they're an approved vendor. Uh, in the state of Illinois, they're licensed the, and all those. They're things. licensed, and and the the right uh, warranties are taking place. Um, the panels that you're looking into are uh, are warranted. Uh, not not everybody that has some kind of electrician license can or or electrical permit can go in and put solar panels up. Right. Uh, to, in order to get these incentives that the state and federal government um, are offering, it needs to be. <laughs> A legitimate business. They are. There are so many solar companies out there right now. So if I was to caution anyone, make sure that whatever company you're looking into has a uh, somewhat of a reputation already, and um, and does valid work. So okay, yeah. Now, um, how do they get a hold of you? Do you have a phone number? Do you have a web address? How do they get a hold? We of do. Tyler? We do have a web address. Our our website is moresolarsolutions.com, and uh, and my my personal email address is. Tyler.morrow at moresolarsolutions.com. And then you could also reach us on phone at 309-369-0266. And we'd be happy to talk to anyone. There's two different, there's two different ways to go solar as well. Okay. We've been talking about a purchase option this whole time. Um, There's also a lease option where um, people don't necessarily have to buy uh, their solar. They can lease their roof out. Mm -hmm. Um, They can have a company come on and put, solar on their house. They're guaranteed to get a lower bill than what they're paying right now. But that company's keeping some of the money. Yes. The company keeps the the federal and state money that, that would ultimately be yours if you were to purchase the system. Right. You know, Tyler, one thing, I'm always interested in the long term. Yep. I'm looking at my financial picture down the road. Mm-hmm. And you asked me a question and you said, um, if I didn't make any changes, what would I pay the rest of my life? Well, you have some numbers on that. I do. So if I was not to make any more changes and keep paying my electric bill, what kind of money would I be laying out? Okay. So basically what I'm taking into account here is the, the annual increase that you're, you're getting from, from your Amarin bill right now, right? Over the next 30 years, if you were to make no changes today, um, you would be spending or you're saving going solar. If you switch to solar, you're saving $90,830 over the next 30 so years. So that's 90,000 represents after I get the solar system. Yep. Um, if, if I was not to get the solar system, yep. I would be laying out $90,000 over the next 30 years. 
That's correct. Wow. And you can do this. So Joe Smith down the road gives you a call and says, hey, run some numbers. You can go to their house, run some numbers like that with them. Yep. No commitment to do any business with you. Yep. And say, this is what you're spending. This is what it would cost. This is what it cost you over the years if you didn't make any changes. I could do that to anybody that wants to. I could do it over the phone, on video, or in their house. That'd Absolutely. Yeah. Well, $90,000. $90,000. On podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> and podcast. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We wish you a lot of great success and keep us posted. Thank you. Appreciate it. In Between the Niches is sponsored by Integrated Investment Systems, Inc. Owned and operated by Ron Hoyle. Integrated Investments can be reached at phone number 309-361-7710 and on the web at www iisinc.org where we talk about faith, family, finances, and just real situations in life that people get into.